People try to come for me, but let it be known, I'm not the one. I'm the only one. I'm like a subpoena. You may not want it, but either way, honey, you're getting served. Tagline? I don't need a tagline. Y'all know who it is. It's Ashley. And I'm so sorry, but I just realized I don't like you. It's J.E. And welcome to The Spread Podcast. Hi, Gay. Well, God, even even like when I say that out loud, I can hear like the corporations and all of that, like, <laughs> like, you know, it's just, uh, okay. Anyway, hello, you know, good. Welcome, LGBTQ plus community and everybody else. Um, welcome to uh, another episode of The Spread Podcast. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, welcome back. So we did have to take a little bit of a hiatus. So we're back. It is two of us today, myself, J.E., and Andre, uh, Moesha Cole, and the little engine. You're not the little engine that could. It's just the little engine. Yeah, you know, see, the little engine the, anybody could, you know, Moesha Cole could, the little engine could. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just figured that that part was not irrelevant today. It's just the little engine. Mm-hmm. We, the little engine, and you know what it does. It could. It do what it do. It do. It does what the girl should have did. It gave. It was supposed to be gay. Let me stop. <laughs> um, all right, then. So let's start like we normally do. Well, first of all, welcome. Happy Pride. It is the middle of June. Happy Pride Month. The weather's starting to get real nice, at least up in here in the North, in New England area. I don't know about you down there in the South, but... Listen, um, <laughs> it's in the um, triple digits down here. Oh. Well, uh, listen, the God's preparing y'all for hell. So think of no, it as, you know... Summer just started. So people oh. are like, we on preheat, we're not even on the actual heat of what summer's supposed to give yet. I really do forget that heat down south is like absolutely evil. What so it like every day it's in the triple digits? Not not, not normally, but mm. for this past week, yeah, it's been like 103, 106, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. No, I'm all set. I'm all for heat, but that's 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 too much. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm an 80 or a 70 to 80 and sunny kind of gal. Um, but anywho, well, yes. So, anyways, back to the topic at hand: Pride Month. <laughs> we didn't even get to Pride Month yet. We both be checking know. in. How you jumping so far? <laughs> Listen, I forgot how to do this. Like I forgot how to do podcast stuff. It's it's been a little bit. It's it's been about a month or so. So we just getting back into the swing of things. But yes, right. let's start with a little bit of a check in. So let's start with you, Andre. How you been? What you been up to? So much, so many things. Mm-hmm. You know, plane, club, bus. <laughs> Another club. club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of true. Yeah, I oh. visited my brother in Denver during that hiatus. Haven't been on the bus, mm. but clubs. Yes, I've been going to see um, recent contestants on RuPaul's Drag Race as they make appearances in, you know, the local clubs, mm. and just enjoying that. Um, trying to get out of the house more as you 
always hear me say I like to get out and do things, you know. <laughs> so I actually recently, like the other day, went to see the Backstreet Boys. Mm, uh, how very <laughs> homosexual. Uh, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think... Oh. So, <laughs> no, 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 no. Nothing negative, but I just want to say, how can I say this without it coming off negative? Um, mm. Fantastic show. Lovely. Beautiful games. My love for my loving for Kevin has been reinvigorated, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Nick Carter sounds like he did twenty something years ago. Like I don't think his voice ever really dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, no shade. It, it it fits because his voice still fits the music. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, the stamina was there. Everything was there. It was great. Um. What else have I been up to? Oh, that's really it. I've seen drag shows. Uh That was it. I've gotten into. I was started Backstreet Boys. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's been like a. I won't say slow, but it's it's the beginning of summer. Things have you know Mm -hmm. not really started started up yet. Um, I will be going to more shows, Mm -hmm. Um, drag shows, concerts, things like that. Um, Comedy shows, just being outside. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, no trips planned just yet, but. Just getting getting into the swing of summer. Um, aside from that, um, I think yeah, that was I sent you the siblings or dating thing today. Yeah. So speaking of Pride Month, one of the longest running jokes in the gay community is that gay men have a tendency to date people that look exactly like them. They do. However, this Instagram account shows that it's not only the gays; it's everybody. So. Oh. It's called siblings or dating. If you don't know what it is, it's exactly how you type it out. Siblings or dating. Um, and what's funny, they only follow three people on from that Instagram account. <laughs> Two of the accounts are Tinder and Ancestry.com. And uh. I said, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. um, but yeah, so that Instagram account is very dangerous because you could get lost for hours just looking at pictures of people you don't know guessing whether or not they're siblings or dating and every time you think you have it right you have it wrong because the one you sent me i really did think they were siblings but they are in fact dating right but they borderline look like twins almost i can see the subtle differences but Mm -hmm. and then you know you just start scrolling looking for other ones and it becomes a competition with yourself to get one right and it's like it's almost impossible because it's like these can't be siblings why mm. is he grazing her boob like that <laughs> oh my god these people are dating <laughs> because there's i mean you know yeah. they're so close together it's like nope wow. well these are siblings because they look alike and it's like nope they're dating i'm like oh okay mm. um aside from that <laughs> so a lot a lot of nothing is what i'm getting at but also mm-hmm. catching up on a lot of reality tv as i often do mm-hmm. uh, i've watch i will finish watching the bad boys la um been hoping to see if they have a reunion the show didn't really give what it was supposed to give but some episodes was were good mm-hmm. um p valley is back i don't know if you ever watched p valley i mm-hmm. haven't started watching the new season but it's cute um especially now that we're in the summer we don't have like insecure and things like that or Abbott elementary or euphoria so that's another show where like weekly we in, we watching it. Tried to watch Chorus Folk, the new one. 
cut it off after like the first 15 minutes. It just was a oh. lot. <laughs> but we can get into that a little bit later. Right, <laughs> On the okay. where that was, it, <laughs> it, the pride was very a little out of touch, but also maybe too in the know and not accurately handling some of the portrayals. But mm. um, yeah, just that. What about you? Oh, okay. What about me? Um, <clears throat> uh, this past month was in- interesting. Like during the hiatus, you know, every hiatus is for a reason. I'm not going to get too, too much into my reasoning, but uh, yeah, just been going through some like ups and downs with the uh, relationships with like the people that I know and the family that I have and all that stuff. Um, I've talked about like, you know, interpersonal relationships before on the podcast, so I won't go too much into it, but it's been pretty, pretty challenging lately, but Overall, I've, I'm coming out on the other side of, um, of a breakup, which is, I, I, I'm fine. Like, I'm doing okay. Um, we're on really, really good terms, which I'm very, very thankful for. But yeah, I mean, you know, any relationship or friendship or familial tie that you have that ends is always difficult to deal with. So um, I'm glad that I'm not somebody who dwells too much on things, I would say. I mean, I... You know what? No, let me not lie. So I do, <laughs> um, I do dwell on things from time to time, but it's relatively easy for me to try and see the forest through the trees, so to speak. That was one piece of what happened in the past month or so. More positive notes. I've. Uh, it was my birthday a couple weeks ago, so um, I kind of I took a couple days off. I <clears throat> realistically I only had to take off two days during the week or three days, some amount of time, because my birthday is always the day after Memorial Day or it was Memorial Day that just passed, right? Yeah. Okay, because I'd get Memorial Day, Labor Day, I get it always mixed up. So Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, because I mean, who who knows what it is? So, yeah, so I had that day off. So I took off my birthday, the 31st, and then the first and the second. And I almost forgot that I took off one of my days off. So I almost went into work when I didn't need to. Uh, But I took off all that time. So I had the whole weekend and then a few days afterwards. And I spent it with in the company of some really, really good friends of mine, like my best, best friend. Uh, She came up, visited me. We we went into Boston, uh, went to this place called Jaho, which you can get uh, bubble tea or boba tea. And it has uh, booze in it, which is kind of nice. Uh, we did that. We walked around Boston a little bit, uh, went to this awesome place called Veggie Galaxy, which is an all vegan, all vegetarian option diner type of thing uh, in the Cambridge area in Boston, which is really, really nice. Uh, oh, but tomato, listen, tomato, tomato. I'm just you know what? <laughs> <laughs> That's my birthday. I was excited about it. So, yeah, so we did that. And then um, we went to... You know what? I, it's the mark of a good weekend. I can't really remember a whole lot of what I did, but I do remember. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, on my actual birthday, though, it was probably one of the best birthdays I've had in quite a while. Um, took the train down into uh, Cambridge again, choreographed in one of the dance studios there for a couple hours, which was very therapeutic. Spent a little more time in the Cambridge area, uh, and then I spent, you know, it was just a lot of time, like spending time in places that's not where I am right now um, and kind of branching out a little bit more, which is one thing I wanted to do at the beginning of the year. Um, what, do, what do you mean by that? Like, um, like, like within your city? Or yeah. Like, okay. Cause I, Cause I live in Worcester, which isn't necessarily, it's not Boston. And I'll go into Boston, but never really with an agenda or a place to go. 
I'll always go to see a friend or something and then we'll go into a club or something like that or onto the Boston Common. Never like going around because Boston isn't just Boston. It's consisted of like Cambridge, West Roxbury, Revere. There's like a ton of different, uh, I guess you could call them inner cities within Boston that all make up the Boston area. Yeah. It's, it's so terribly disorganized, but whatever. Um, there's a lot right. to see and a lot to do. Uh, Boston, I think, which we won't get into this because it's boring and city infrastructure, but basically Boston, New York is what Boston wanted to be in terms of like organization, but mm-hmm. it's not quite there yet. But there's still a ton to do and see. So I spent a lot of the weekend doing that. So that was really, really nice. Um, a nice kind of escape in a way and a way for me not to spend too much of my time in the place that I'm living that I slowly started to realize I'm getting a little bored of. So we'll see. I don't, lately I've been craving a change of location. So I'm like trying to figure out, you know, future plan wise, now that, you know, I have fewer commitments and everything around the area that I live Mm. in now, trying to figure out exactly what I might do or might not do. So yeah, there's anyways, all that to say, I'm in a place where I feel very positive about future endeavors and everything, um, which is quite nice. And I'm very, very glad that I'm at this point right now. Um, But that was really my birthday weekend. Um, Check in and how I'm doing right now. Uh, That's a little different. Everybody goes through bouts of anxiety. And we talked about this a little bit on mental, uh, our mental health episode, moods and things like that, or like your general mental state can wax and wane a little bit on what you're dealing with. Um, and what coping mechanisms you have. So today was a pretty bad day mentally and the beginning of the day. And it's gotten a lot better as the day went by to the point where I was really excited to jump to um, jump on and record. In general, that's why I'm really excited to be back and start recording and stuff like that. Because I feel like, I don't know if you relate, but when you're recording, you tend to want to put on a happy face or want to put on a happy mood because uh, what's what's the the show must go on the show must go on but also like fake it till you make it kind of so yeah you know overall doing really well still have your ups and downs but overall doing pretty well watching i'm not really watching that much tv these days i'm actually reading a lot more um currently reading how to stop time which uh is by matt haig the same person i think i talked about this on one of the other podcasts but i'm slowly chipping away at that book and then music wise uh it's it's completely random i'm not listening to anyone in particular because the girls just aren't I, i'm trying to like ah, it's ah, <laughs> like this is like the longest check-in everybody you know this i like, know girl, it's just me and you welcome it's... to fondue for two i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. mm-hmm. no but so uh what i also have been doing this time away um is getting which racking up different daily worldles, worldles, frames, hurdles, any anything you guys that I may be interested in, I'm now doing. So hmm. and you know, we all know Wordle is now owned by the New York Times. And it's a word a day and you have to like get six guesses and try six guesses to get it right. And I got it right today on the second guess. Whoop whoop. Mm-hmm. First, well, no, okay, take it back. I got it right today on the sixth guess, but yesterday I got it right on the second guess. Um, but with that to say, there have been so many copycats that have popped up, and some of them are interesting enough, uh, like the the hurdle, which is where you listen to a second of a song and you can get all the way up to sixteen seconds of a song. 
Oh, to yeah. try to try and guess what song that is, right? Yes. So I've been doing a lot of that, and some days, you know, you get a streak of like seven days in a row, like ooh, some good songs. Like I know all these songs. I'm doing this, but then you think, oh, this can't last forever. Mm. And then of course, that day comes when you're like, I've never heard this song. I don't know this song, uh-huh. or I don't know who sings this song. I don't know the name of this song, and it becomes like it gets more complicated. So I was benefiting at the beginning. A fan, one of the people that like, oh, I know all these, I know music. And it's like, mm, yeah, you do, but you really don't. Mm-hmm. So there's also the world, though, and it's always like a, a struggle for me to say, but it's pretty much showing you a shape of a country and you have to guess what country or territory it is. Oof. Right. Absolutely. Right. So it's, it's very much like, I don't know what shape this is. <laughs> also, especially since I'm, American. So the day that it was the United States of America, I was extremely pissed because it was very <laughs> obvious. But I'm thinking like, okay, European countries could be very obvious to other people. But yeah, the struggle is they don't really like the hurdle doesn't tell you if your guess is close. Oh, I, I, I think you may only get one guess. Oh wow, shoot, that's hard. So with the so with the hurdle, you you kind of. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. So I usually, not to brag, I usually get it very early on. So I don't know what it feels like to fail at that too often. <laughs> I never. I never. I don't like to make guesses when I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Do you change? Huh. No. <laughs> now, okay. Let mm-hmm. me clarify. So for the hurdle, no, I do not cheat. Okay. For the wordle, I do not cheat. Mm-hmm. For the framed, not necessarily. For the world, in the beginning, I definitely was like, I'm going to look at the, the globe <laughs> in the corner because my my mindset was that I will eventually start to pay attention more by looking at the globe and be able to just start guessing countries. But I'm like, you don't really, you think you know countries in a way, but then when you're like, I have no idea what this is, and I'm going to tell you why. So you make a guess. And they they will tell you how far away your guess is from the actual answer. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it tricky for me. Because if I guess an answer and it's like you are 900 miles away, oh. I can already tell you that every guess after that is going to be shit. Because I don't know what's near mm-hmm. anything. I see. <laughs> and so that's why I'm like, it's enough for me to learn and then get better. But yeah, I will admit to that one. The framed, the is the movie one where they show you a frame of a movie and you have to mm-hmm. guess what movie it is. And you get six tries. You get six different frames. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that I did that would be considered cheating is that I knew the movie was recent and that it was an Asian cast and that it was nominated for an Oscar. So what I did was mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of the movie, but I remember so many details of the movie. So I'm going to Google that to get the name. And to me, I don't count that as cheating because I knew what movie it was. I just did not know the name of the movie. What movie was it? So do you do you think that's cheating? Um. Yeah, but I will allow it. Like, I get it. You'll allow it like an open book test. Well, because that's something I'd probably do too. So because you would do it too. Okay. okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm so my partner also was playing it and he could not remember the movie. And I'm like, yeah. you can Google it. I I I agree. You know, you know enough about the movie to know remember the little boy 
who stars the movie winning his award and crying, or the actress who won Best Supporting Actress and met Brad Pitt. So we, I remember all these things about this movie, but I didn't actually watch it, mm-hmm. and I can't remember what it was called. I knew enough to know it was not The Farewell, which mm-hmm. is also an Asian-led movie. Um, it might have been Oscar-nominated with the one with Aquafina. I don't think it was. Right, I was going to say, I don't think it was nominated for Oscars either, but you never know, you know. Cool. That sounds a lot like um, how I think about most song association or whatever the song one was. Mm, like, I, mm-hmm. I, I never, I don't know the name. I don't know the artist, but I've heard the song before. It's like, do you know enough lyrics to Google and figure yes, out the title of the song? See, that, that means, that means you know enough about it to, to know, to find the right answer. I could probably guess what the title of the song is by singing this lyrics in my head. I just would never know, especially if it's a band like, Three Doors Down or whatever. I don't know. I don't know the difference. <laughs> Three Doors Down, Two Doors Cinema Club, you know, stuff like we, that. <laughs> no, and I have to tell you, uh, we really have not talked about Pride yet. But um, when I first, I think I was guessing their name at one point for something else. I was like trying to describe them. And I said they were Three Doors Away, not Three Doors Down, because I didn't remember. So it's Three Doors Down. But I said Three Doors Away. And they were like, the person I was with was like, who? the hell is three doors away and i was like the band the one that sings kryptonite now i don't think that i don't even know if they're the people that sing kryptonite but it's three doors down that's the name of the band so i got it wrong so um yeah but the, is that, the, but band, is that one? the band itself yes it's three doors down do they sing a song i don't know but i'm gonna i want to say i'm gonna come to your defense and tell you why that was a struggle for you mm, go ahead so we obviously similar and taste for a lot of things, but a little bit of an age gap. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I personally think that four years, any age gap of four years is a potential, like you want to experience different things because high school is four years, college is four years. And if someone is already out of that experience, mm-hmm. four years ahead of you, you're experiencing a very different lifestyle. They could have like the boom of Twitter or the boom of iPhones and where you're don't get it like we don't get tiktok the way people in college are getting tiktok now you know but i we're close enough in the age to where you grew up to with some of the same mm-hmm. things that i saw so three doors down is a band mm-hmm. they are three days grace is a band oh my god you're right third eye blind is a band yeah so for me, I get why you would say three doors away. Because like it's one of them. They got a it's, three in it. It's one of them. Like I don't, you know, the, and that's the listen, the only way that I know certain bands like that is from the now that's what I call music, whatever, whatever. I never bought a three doors. Right. Right. But who was? Because well, it was. But well, the people somebody. They were somebody. It wasn't somebody. They, I was about to say not well, you know, some black people. They were there, and they and they will be proud to tell you. However, um, yeah, no songs. So in terms of like figuring out song association and stuff like that, I was always really bad. But if it's Beyonce, I got it. If it's Kendrick, I got it. Disclaimer, um, disclaimer. <laughs> although this is just me and Je at this moment, Ashley is taking a, a moment away. She'll be back at a later date. Juan is on a sabbatical, um, potentially back at a later date. A lot of things are up in the air at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. like J.E. said earlier, um, that time away that we kind of planned, but didn't really plan kind of benefited everybody mm-hmm. and a lot of new developments in life. Um, 
opportunities, things mm-hmm. like that. And they're just trying to figure out what we want to do next, what we want to talk about. But yes. <laughs> sometimes you just need a break. Like you, sometimes you just need to step back. And like, I think we were talking about this a little bit on the social media episode as well. Yeah, like sometimes absolutely. You just, you just got to take yourself out for just a moment. Not, you know, out, but remove yourself from certain situations and just kind of take a step back to really evaluate how you're feeling, evaluate where you are so you can move forward properly. Absolutely. And And that was a really good, I mean, like we said, it wasn't planned necessarily, but it really is so far proving to be very beneficial in the long run. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, we all we all were dropping like flies like oh no, no, I, can't make, I can't make it i mm-hmm. i got something going i can't and they were like all right mm-hmm. you know what we mm-hmm. hadn't even agreed on the topic yet word to the wise take your breaks when your body right. is telling you that you need to kind of slow down and stop for just a moment and breathe do it getting us back to where we were mm-hmm. is that i was telling you that i was playing the framed Mm-hmm. But I also had, I got long-winded explaining how I play all these different games <laughs> once yeah. a day. Uh, so the Framed is the movie one, and one of the films um, it was an animated still. Mm-hmm. And my boss, because I got her into it as well, she was like, "Oh, you're gonna get it." And she, I, I was like, "Oh, I'll try it." And she's like, "We try it like right now." So I, I open it. I'm like, "Oh, I can't tell what movie this is, but it's definitely um, a Miyazaki film of, of some sort. I don't know which one." Then she should have called me. No, 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 no. But it was. I literally saw the picture. It was like, so you get six guesses. You get six tries. So I got the first picture, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't know which movie this is," because as you know, we. If we discuss about um, doing like a movie podcast, mm. I had never really watched some of those movies. I've seen Ponyo, and I know that's not that's, <laughs> that's, not, what. that's, not, that's <laughs> not, but it was Miley Cyrus, so I had to go about it. It was Noah Cyrus, first of all. Don't it do was that. Miley Cyrus? Noah Cyrus was a wee little baby at that time. Um, hold on a minute. No, 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 no. I'm telling you why I watched the movie. Miley Cyrus was the one. Hold on, hold on. I'm good. You better not. It better. It, it better not have been on Noah Cyrus. I'm consulting Yahoo because Google won't load. Yahoo. Listen, First of all, let's let's start it. there. Yahoo. Okay. Have a great night. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm going to. I, I don't want to be a part of the podcast anymore. I can correct it. It was Noah Cyrus. Listen. Because so. <laughs> it was it was her and the the other Jonas brother. The last ah! Jonas brother. Ah! The way I just hit next on the cast list and Frankie Jonas popped up as you said that. <laughs> so you mean to tell me I watched this movie thinking it was Miley Cyrus this whole time and it was Noah yeah. Cyrus? I mean, I mean. I probably knew that it was Noah Cyrus back then, but it was I truly, Cyrus. in my mind, have changed it to Miley Cyrus. Wow. Interesting. That also makes more sense because Noah Cyrus was a, a baby and Antonio was kind of like a little, a very tinier little girl. A, a tiny fish, little fish. Fish. Thing, you know you know anyhow all that to say the framed was definitely giving me a zaki and i was like i can't tell what movie and my boss was like just guess and as we know now i don't like to guess things unless i'm confident in the answer if i feel pressured i'm going to say the most random answer possible because i don't like being pressured to guess things if you give me a moment to like gather myself and think and look at the material Mm-hmm. It also just comes back to I like to be right or have formulated um, <laughs> like a reason, just... a reasoning for why my answer was what it was. Okay, like I don't, I don't, I don't care to be wrong. An educated like, guess. 
Right. I, I want to go, okay, well, look at this picture. It's, you know, blah, 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 blah. I don't want to be like, what movie is this? You have three seconds. Just, just say, just give me an answer. Give me an answer. Because then, bitch, I'm saying Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> For an animated... <laughs> now, see, I'm over here on the edge of my seat. What movie was it? Not, uh, not, not an animated film, but that also happened today. Somebody forced me into making a guess about something, mm. and I said Mrs. Doubtfire, and everyone was like, that was the wrong answer. And I was like, no, bitch, I know. Because I didn't know what you were talking about. And you were pressuring me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, it was um, My Fair Lady. And I was like, I ain't never seen that movie. No. Yeah, wait, no. But, but anyway, no, no. the so animated still. So right. So with that animated still coming up, and I said to myself, you know, you know, it could be something like How's Moving Castle. But mm-hmm. I don't know. So I've never seen that movie. But I know enough to know the castle is moving, and um, there's a lot of machinery in this film, um, and the still was of like planes that look mm-hmm. more like, like, not like actual planes. Yeah. I mean, in other anime, it looked like they were made by the same person, but yeah. different from other planes that would be in the movie. I said, "Well, okay," and I said, "It's probably how Bloom Castle or something," and she was like, "If the answer, like, I don't know," and she was like, "Just take a guess," and I was like. Well, let me double check to make sure that's the Miyazaki film. That's oh my God! Sure. Will you just tell me what the movie? So wait, wait, wait. So I'm, I'm saying I'm telling you the story of how I got it, and it's how I thought about you. So I was like, uh-huh. it's the way you're like, I could phone a, I could phone a friend right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, let me let me phone Google. Mm-hmm. So in that moment, I did not cheat, but I wanted to confirm that that movie was a Miyazaki film. Mm-hmm. So that's what my so that's me saying I'm gonna make a guess, but I I know where I think the answer is, and it was lo and behold. How's Moving Castle? Ah, ah <laughs> but, I, but, I, but I knew the answer from the yeah. jump, but I need to confirm with myself on what I knew that that was the answer. Yeah, you know? that, yeah, no, I understand. I understand you. You just want to be right, and that's okay. Mm. I, I, it's funny. I watched that movie the other night too. It's a very. Have you seen that movie? No. Did you not hear me this, this whole long story I just told you? <laughs> no. Well, you could have seen that movie a long time ago. Forgot about it. No, the it. only one I saw was Ponyo. That's it? You really just saw Ponyo and dipped? I mean, I wouldn't say I saw Ponyo and You went dipped. for Miley Cyrus. I was, I was late to the party. Miley, and it wasn't I was late Miley to the party. Cyrus. You went Listen, I watched it on... I didn't go to the theater. I think it was on Netflix, but... Uh-huh. Neither here nor there. Anyways. Uh, you went in for Miley and you got Noah. That's okay. Yeah, no, next time just call me. I've seen every one of them at least three times. So all in all, that brings me to the reason I wanted to start a movie podcast where we watch movies about, I mean, not not about, but geared towards kids or coming out when we were kids that we would have watched that I potentially may have missed or just want to revisit to see how I feel about them and discuss them. And that's why we should be doing one of those films because I missed all of them. Absolutely. The only problem with that is they are long and I know you get bored easily. So you probably would not like some of them. That's not, I don't see in this. I don't get necessarily, I don't get mm. bored easily. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Mm. Mm. Or, that no, have... no, you know what? No, it takes, sometimes it takes a little work to impress you. Well, you know, which isn't. A bad I can't. Thing. I can't help it. I have the. I have simple you, taste. You broke with expensive taste. Oh, that's nice. I was gonna quote Oscar Wilde. You're here quoting Azalea Banks. See, 
<laughs> yes, well, I mean, did I lie? Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, movie podcast sounds it, it's it's a lot it's I mean, a fun concept. Hey everybody. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor, the fastest and easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free online service that's straightforward and efficient for recording podcasts you make either on your own or with a group of friends. The wide variety of creation tools allow you to record, edit, and play back your podcast from your phone or computer. From the same platform, you can upload the podcast directly to streaming services such as Spotify, Apple Music, and other listening forms. You also have the ability to monetize your podcast with minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let's get into what we came here to get into. So that was a long check-in for us. But, you know, that's what happens when you got people, you know, who friends catching up. I haven't, uh, seen, so, I haven't spoken to the Well, I mean, that's a lie. I spoke to you last week. But, like, right, yeah, right. Yeah, we, none of us have sat down and kikied for quite a while. So I was about to say I miss you. And I guess I do. But not really. Mm-hmm. No, I do. Like, mm-hmm. No. I mean, uh, I, I, I get it. But also... You can, I mean, yes, you can meet people, but just go, just time. go, just say, just <laughs> <go ahead. laughs> no, literally, I talk to all of you like probably more than I talk to some of my other friends. That's how I be, but I yeah. anywho, hi, gay, yes, welcome to the gayest month of the year. Thank God, or apparently, not thanks to God because you right. know how they be out here at the, the, the parades, mm-hmm. anyhow. I so, have... with it being Pride Month. We wanted to do this special Pride episode because we are what? Sickening. <laughs> <laughs> we mm. are here. We are queer. Get used to it. I'm just kidding. Got no, that, 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 Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. But so let's get into this Pride topic because I think Pride is, you know, there's there's been memes I've seen already this month about Wow, Memorial Day is one day, but they the gays get a whole month. Wait a minute, what? Have you not seen posts like that? No. So yeah, it's been like Memorial Day is one day, and so because Memorial Day is obviously in remembrance of fallen soldiers, you know. Yes. yes and yes. then Pride Month is about more than just the gays, but people interpret it as that the that community gets a whole month, but then soldiers don't get nothing but a day which is a lie hmm right because don't we have also veteran veterans day veterans day and also the fourth of july and uh-huh. any other day in america is like for people who love america mm-hmm. so the month of june being made into pride month is to acknowledge a community that is under-recognized in heterosexual culture um, and not often respected in a lot of heterosexual circles. So it's more kind of like, it's more akin to Black History Month, but not to equate it with Black History Month because, you know, different struggles. But some of us, like you and I, mm-hmm. we double dip. It, it double dip into intersection here. So it's important for that identity to be expressed and to be, you know, recognized in some capacity. Now, the difference between Memorial Day, Veterans Day, and Pride Month is that Pride Month is not necessarily recognized by the government. 
mm-hmm. while it's on the calendars and they light up a little things, you know, the government is not really out here doing anything for that. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. they are, they do a little bit more for Black History Month, but also not really. But mm-hmm. for Veterans Day, they literally have like things. Like the government itself is not having a pride parade. Mm-hmm. Also, the cities themselves are having the parades, but yeah. Exactly. Also, one thing I just realized too, like Pride Month is something that's celebrated more or less throughout the entire world. Like everywhere, for like you have Pride in Germany, you have Pride in France, like there's like everywhere. I mean, it's probably a little bit more commercialized and a little bit more recognized in the Americas because there's more push to do so. But if Pride is something that's celebrated globally, I don't think people are celebrating veterans day globally at least i don't think so i don't know that that's more and they they may have their own right to recognize and we and they do they do but but i mean you know it's not you can't really compare the two you can't really exactly you really shouldn't but anyway but yeah rainbow and all that stuff happy pride rainbows and butterflies you know yes compromise that moves us along Mm mm-hmm now, speaking of song association or lyrics or whatever, do you know what song that was? Well, let me get. So I picked up where you jumped in. Yeah. I'm going to give you the full quote. Okay. It's not always rainbows and butterflies. It's compromise that moves us along. You know, see, okay, this is it. I I've heard the lyrics. They're not, they're, they're not black, so I can, I can give you that. <laughs> I, I know, but I, I've heard the lyrics before. Like, if can you sing? Well, no, because then we'll get monetized. First of all. What? I wasn't going to sing it at all. <laughs> Whether or not I have a voice, I'm like, nope, I won't be doing that. It's rainbows and butterflies. It's compromise and love. No, I don't. What's the song? You, you, the song? you was close. You almost called the melody. Uh, mm. It's Maroon Five. It is. Mm-hmm. It's um, nope. I can't remember the name of the song. This is off of songs, um, songs about Jane. Mm-hmm. Um. No, it's not there. Uh, it is She Will Be Loved. She Will Be lo- Yes, okay. Yes, it is, isn't it? Wow, that was good. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, okay, so, so, did, so did Maroon 5 say gay rights? They didn't. I just, okay. you said rainbows, and I, I said rainbows and butterflies. But, you know, aside from being a attractive white man, Adam Levine and Maroon 5 have done nothing for the gays that I know of. I actually don't hear very many gay people talk about Maroon 5, or just people in general talk about Maroon 5. So They're not they're not relevant to us at yeah. this time. At this time. Um, so they're, they're an artist, I would say, kind of like, at some point you reach a, a level where you're not impressing Fairweather fans or gaining new fans. You, whoever likes you likes you, and whoever vaguely fucks with you may like one of your new songs and you get a hit. But other than that, at this point, they are catering to their fan base, and I see nothing wrong with that. Sure, like, yeah. Pride Month, yeah, it's celebrated in multiple countries. It's mm-hmm. not, like, Biden is not coming out here saying, oh, because of Pride Month, we are doing whatever. Like, no, it's just remembrance or a celebration or just allowing people to feel like they have something. Mm-hmm. You know, in a sense mm-hmm. of community. So it gives... City, states, a, a reason to it pretty much is it's for money. It's commercialized, in yeah. my opinion. Um, but because it encompasses more than just fallen soldiers, there's a you kind of have to give more to that community. Mm-hmm. 
So with a fallen soldier on Memorial Day, it's a specific type of person, much like Pride Month is, but this is a specific type of person in a occupation, right? which is government employee, soldier, combat, all that. Mm-hmm. Whereas Pride Month is encompassing a lot of different people and different identities. And so it allows you to give room for everyone to be recognized. Mm-hmm. When they start so, to pay people for being a part of the LGBTQ community, then we can equate the two. But until then, right, no. right. So with that, pride means a lot to different people. Uh, to um, CEOs, it means cha-ching. So <laughs> what does pride mean to you? Oh, gosh. Um, <clears throat> it's okay. So pride to me has always kind of just been like a yay type of thing. Every time pride rolls around, it's a nice moment where you kind of feel a little bit more, I don't want to say enlightened, but you just feel a little bit to be who you are. So it's kind of like a reignition, I guess, of the excitement that you can kind of feel to be authentically who you are. Because when you're going out throughout the rest of the year, like you should try to celebrate yourself and who you are at any other part of the year. But I feel like Pride Month is the kind of your designated moment to really embrace that, especially because it happens around the summer where you can be outside and you can go out and like have the ability to network and kind of actually get in touch with people that do share similar struggles to you. And it's kind of a moment for you to find your sense of community, kind of like you were saying earlier, mm-hmm. kind of an ex- not ex- an excuse to do that, but a moment for you to do that and not feel like it has to be a chore or not feel like you have, it's, it's not your moment. You know what I mean? Like any other time during the year, you don't feel like, oh, well, you don't want to say like, oh, well, it's not Pride Month, so I'm not going to go find my community. No, of course, you're going to want to do that at any other portion of the year. But because it's Pride Month, you're more encouraged to do that because you're seeing it on, again, you're seeing it commercially, you're seeing it everywhere. Pride to me just means what the definition of pride is. It just means you feel the, the, the ability to be truly and authentically yourself, pleasure without guilt. You're able to experience and love yourself without feeling guilty about it. And I think that every year that Pride Month rolls around, it's a good reminder of that. For me, personally. Mm-hmm. That was a little confusing and convoluted, but the overall just, you know, you just... You feel I like, mean, like, Pride itself is confusing and convoluted to some people. Mm-hmm. What does yeah. it mean to you? For me, myself, it... It's hard, right? <laughs> what I What I think Pride is supposed to be is not necessarily what I think it means to me. Uh, maybe it is. Let's see. Let me put on my my wig real quick and get into this this gig. So, <laughs> Come on, I think Pride Month is supposed to be like Black History Month. It was intended to actually celebrate, honor people, and acknowledge the history of, from which they came. Hmm. Now, what it means to me is slightly different because being a Black person in the LGBTQIA community experience different things. So for me, pride is lumped in with some of my blackness as well, mm. which, you know, it's not lost on me that Juneteenth, well, I mean, not that they planned it this way, but, you know, Juneteenth thing in the middle of Pride Month resonates with me. So mm. it just it's just a, a month in general where I feel, especially that given day, feel a little more comfortable in my skin and being who I am. And I think that is the overall goal or what that means to me is that we're trying to normalize being comfortable in your own skin. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, allow and normalizing other people being accepting of who you are and not judgmental and acknowledging the histories that got not only you to where you are, but the community um, on the backs of which, which we stand, whether it be Black History or Pride Month. Mm-hmm. Or the Juneteenth holiday. I think in general, every holiday that's been made that, aside from religious holidays, are based on acknowledging and then celebrating how far we've come. And it's always tricky with Pride Month because every year it's the same struggle of mm-hmm. why or people t- tending to attack Pride festivals because they don't get it because they're not celebrated for being straight when like in reality you are it's just acknowledging that somebody is experiencing a different lifestyle than you and even from myself as a homosexual man pride month also acknowledges the trans community bisexual community pansexual it's a lot of it's a lot of pots Mm -hmm. out here that need to be stirred Mm -hmm. so we all can share Mm-hmm. Yeah. And spread and love spread around. the love. Ah, see? <laughs> when I got there, I said, "Oh, it's not gonna make me an Oprah moment." It's, we gotta spread the love around. There's enough of this to go around. We Absolutely. just want everybody to be recognized equally. Now, it's not my fault that um, you're not black and you don't get to celebrate your blackness in Black History Month, or that right. you're not a part of the LGBTQIA community, so you don't get to celebrate that mm-hmm. in pride month or that you are not a family members or veterans or anything like that and you don't get to celebrate you need oh that's gonna come out real rough that you need to find out what makes you you and celebrate that in yourself but you can't take away from other people and that's why this month is here it's just to acknowledge and give people a sense of hope that's mm-hmm. what it means to me is that you have that sense of community and hope you see other people being happy and celebrating. Mm-hmm. And, and a, a, an important part about what you said earlier is it's normalized, like normalizing that it's the board so that everybody feels comfortable in that. Cause like, if it's not normal and you still, you're a part of, you're a little baby LGBTQIA individual mm-hmm. and you're like going through the world and you don't feel like who you are is quote unquote normal or quote unquote accepted. It's, it's kind of hard, like trying to, come into yourself and like you said be comfortable in your own skin if you yourself don't feel like you are normalized in a way or that you are not properly integrated so pride month can serve to for people that are still figuring it out or figuring themselves out being like no i i am who i am and that's normal and that's okay or it's not normal i don't know it's normal to be abnormal it's it's normal to feel abnormal when you feel normal it how would i say this it's normal to feel abnormal in certain spaces because of how it's how we operate mm-hmm. but the whole point of that is to show you that your abnormalness is normal in other places right mm-hmm. exactly yes exactly you are, so, not, you are not alone in feeling abnormal and right that sense can help you build a sense of community absolutely absolutely so we kind of touched on what pride means to us mm-hmm. now do you know much history about pride I knew, um, I know who threw the first brick at Stonewall. Do you? I was just, okay. I was just asking if you really do. Some Go people ahead. don't know much about Pride history. <laughs> also, it's not really lost on me that Pride Month is the very first month that school is no longer in session, so the kids don't have to learn about the gays. You know what? 
I never thought about that. that so we ne- so we don't so we don't really get an accurate history. Mm. So like Black History happens in February, where you know school is still in session, so kids are often taught about it. And if you want to learn more about it, you have to grow up and choose to learn more about it with pride and just history of the community itself. That's more of a self-taught community because nobody's doing that for you to make you more aware and more accepting and more tolerant of people who are not like you or people who are like you and giving you that sense of community. Um, So do we really know who threw the first brick at Stonewall? We think we know as Marsha P. Johnson, correct? Yeah, that's what's going to be my guess. Right. And that's what we know. Mm -hmm. But we can, there's not. Oh, I see what you mean. There's a way for like history to be lost. And um, like we talked about for Black History Month, when that girl was like, (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Martin Luther King did not free the slaves for blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Like, I I don't think about it every day. Right. We don't want to get into that territory where you have people like Derek Berry from Drag Race saying, you know, (laughs) people died at Stonewall and then being corrected in real time. I think think it's also part of the fear is that you don't want to be that person that's a part of the community that doesn't actually know about the community. Right. Exactly. Because the only... mm, No, I'm going to read Derek Berry for a moment about that. Because the only reason you don't know that much about the community is because you don't have to. Mm, Oh. oh. Derek Berry is cis, white, man. At this point in time in this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Now, that I know of. So it's like you don't have to get that much into the history of it Mm -hmm. because... The history of it doesn't affect you. That's how pride has turned and the pride parades and festivals have turned into more of a celebration than a remembrance. Hmm. It's because now it's a place for you to be comfortable and go to have fun and to be truly yourself. And being truly yourself does not mean you have to acknowledge the fact that Marsha P. Johnson is a pioneer for what we now call Pride Month. Yeah. Or that a lot of trans women, black and brown trans women, if that are the reason that we are getting to where we are now. Mm. Wouldn't have ballroom culture. Wouldn't have, right. Yeah, yeah. Ballroom mm. culture being underground, a place of a, a safe haven is now at the forefront of HBO Max in the form mm. of Legendary or Pose. Pose. Mm. You know, it's now those spaces are now being opened. Let me give a shout out to the fracker himself. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but to RuPaul, because <laughs> RuPaul has lived a life where yeah. drag, when she started, was clubs. Mm, clubs. Club. Another club. Another club. Right. Plane. So <laughs> now, it's, now it's playing. Another club. Mm-hmm. Bus. Yeah. Another no country. No All of that. No sleep. All mm-hmm. that. So, and then now you see drag queens and trans women on the covers of Mm -hmm. magazines, Entertainment Weekly, Vogue, hosting shows, being interviewed on Jimmy Kimmel, Mm -hmm. things like that, Kelly Clarkson. It's it's being more, like that part specifically of the community in drag is being more Mm -hmm. recognized than it ever has been. Right, because it's, it's, it's somebody pointed out today, what's the difference between Monet Exchange, RuPaul, Shanene and mm. Medea. Mm. Right. It's all drag to me personally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
but the sexuality of the person in drag is not in question when it's Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence or mm. you know Tyler mm. Perry. Tyler Perry is a little people be questioning, but I'm like, he's entertaining. Y'all didn't yeah. have the same energy that all necessarily for Martin or anybody else. Mm-mm. And then someone tried to say that it wasn't drag because they are making fun of stereotypes of women. No. And I'm like, and that's not necessarily drag mm-hmm. is also just honoring certain types of women mm-hmm. and Martin mm-hmm. and Tyler Perry and all those people are recognizing certain types of women and sure those characters are funny and play for jokes but there are so many comedy queens in the drag world right but that drag is a little more nuanced that comedy is a little more nuanced because it's not using the womanhood to mm-hmm. make fun of women it's right. just acknowledging that this is part of the culture yeah like Bob the drag queen right mm-hmm. Bob. Or, or, or some of their stuff. Some of their stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, it, like, right. At the end of the day, Bob the Drag Queen is a comedian. Exactly. I can go on tour as a comedian. Who just happens to just does dread. Right. Mm. Trixie Mattel sings folk country music, uh-huh. but does it in drag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just another Absolutely. persona to add to what you the talent that you have already. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I forget who was who it was that said it, but drag race in general has kind of gone the way of ESPN, where you have like different types of drag or channels that highlight drag. So it's not just like RuPaul's Drag, like there's RuPaul's Drag Race, there's All Stars, Drag Race UK. Dragula. Uh, right. Like there's there's so many different facets and aspects for people to get into the culture that it's like it is getting more and more normalized because there's so much face for it. Whereas right, before, but, whereas, and it's sort of, um, sorry, it's sort of highlighting that aspect of the community and of the culture. Right. Mm. And how many different channels play sports, right? Mm. How many different channels recap sports? Mm. How many different channels book talent that play sports to come be a guest host of a TV show or be a contestant on a TV show? Yes. So now it's being uplifted to that level of people across the world are entertained by drag mm-hmm. in every city. Well, not every city per se, but in most major cities, there are clubs with drag performers. Mm-hmm. And now that's been elevated to television. And that is now reaching the next level of what we see. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And this is, and, and, but my point on all of that is that RuPaul is kind of seen as a pioneer of course, Lady Bunny and other people, and you know, Amanda Lepore. Divine, right. right. Yeah. Those people were around and did a lot of legwork as well, and a lot of ballroom culture, a lot of legwork as well that we now stand on their backs. But at least RuPaul gets to live and see it and also be credited with a huge chunk of creating an empire that's has spun off mm-hmm. countless drag queens creating content and an empire of their own right that's not like like supermodels at some point mm-hmm. tyra mm-hmm. naomi cindy Crawford, all people they just started deviating and making it way more than what people knew what supermodels were at a certain time now it's everything everything mm-hmm. everything everyone yeah no it's crazy it's crazy in like the best way because mm-hmm. i don't know it's it's just lovely growing it, you know there's always you know rises and pitfalls to every sort of era of existence but living and getting being able to see sort of the fruits of some of their labors is quite wonderful i'd have to say 
Mm-hmm. Right. And that that's what I mean for Rue, especially. Now, mm-hmm. we are acknowledging a lot of history in the community, but also, you know, there are pioneers in just being gay. Um, Little Nas X, very young, mm-hmm. but I would consider him to be a young pioneer who is not the first, but I can him a lot to like Elton John. Yes, absolutely. Just the confidence in what you're doing and having a vision mm-hmm. and executing it. Freddie Mercury. Mm-hmm. You know, just being yourself even when mm-hmm. people don't see it for you. Right. Prince to an extent as well. Prince, while not necessarily a part of the community, definitely. Wasn't he bisexual? Inspi- I don't know if we confirm that or not, but That's definitely con- contributed to a lot of people who are queer identifying mm-hmm. having an outlet you True. know like Absolutely. yeah something like little richard i don't think we ever fully got a, not to say that prince and little richard are similar than that but little richard is one that people definitely think is homosexual mm. and while little richard did not necessarily say it it was like an, an unspoken thing that people thought about him mm. but he was allowed to live and for the for the right. most part Well, that's, and that's sort of an interesting thing too, because like, you know, back in the day before, you know, I was even a thought it's, there was so, there's just so much taboo around certain things. And then you like look on Twitter these days and like, you'll, you'll see this person. I I don't remember the name, but there was this one person who was in Hollywood who ended up sleeping around with a lot of super famous people, men Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in Hollywood. And you hear about stuff like that years later after the fact, all that stuff, you know, after they've since passed. Coming to an era like now, now you have, of course, Lil Nas X, who is openly gay. It's just nice kind of seeing a lot more stuff out in the open. Um, yeah. So to speak. But in, and of course, we don't, we are not entitled to their sex lives at all. No, but of course not. yeah, it's like that. They go, yeah, there's more people in the community than you recognize, but everyone has to be given that time to be themselves. Mm-hmm. Privacy come out whenever yeah. it's mm-hmm. correct for them. Exactly. I'm just, I'm talking more or less like it's, it was more taboo then. Now it's a little bit less taboo to. Right. It was more, it was more in the tongue in cheek. Tongue in cheek. And then they came up with another term for it. <laughs> oh, okay. don't ask, don't tell. Yes, exactly. And that was what, 2000, like late 90s, 2000s, during the Bush administration where yeah. they had don't ask, don't tell. And Just that was their it. answer of trying to be supportive of different alternative lifestyles to heterosexuality, mm-hmm. but without saying it. So now we went from don't ask, don't tell to flat out, don't say gay. Right. Uh. <laughs> Oh, Florida. So it's like, yeah, we don't really care, but don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, this is part of my life. I, I can't just turn off part of my life. Right. And not to quote Untucked from Drag Race, but mm-hmm. if you're not asking me and I'm not telling you, you're only getting <laughs> half the story. That's right. true. I don't know. Also, think about, I thought about this too, and not to give credit to crush the old white people, but Caitlyn Jenner, do you do you think she would have transitioned a lot sooner had she, she been allowed to truly be an experienced life in an open mm. world? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Maybe? Maybe, but we will never know. Never but know. she transitioned when it was right for her. Right. But it's that people are doing it younger and younger mm-hmm. because they can express it more. Or right. 
they have the vocabulary. Their, right. The vocabulary, yeah. the yeah. community, the mm-hmm. social media of connecting people with like you. Right. Um, and it's not as bad as it was if you got your parents found out and they put you out and then you wander the streets. Now you can find resources online where before mm-hmm. you had to like sneak and find pamphlets and things like that. Yeah. Now you kind of have more of a sense of community and you know where to go. People are directing you because they don't want you to feel how they felt 25 years ago or yesterday. Right. Matter of fact, you know, and that's what pride means in general to me. It's just that not only a sense of self pride, but also proud of your identity that you can help somebody else along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just proud of your community in general and just the community that, the family that you're able to create, I guess. Yes. Now, with that being said, let's get back into some pride missteps. Mm. Uh, one of those, like we said, was Derek Barry not knowing that nobody really died at Stonewall. <laughs> um, now, in the fight for equality, people have died, but not necessarily on that specific day. Right. Um, so, to me, one of the pride missteps this year was the ice cream released by Walmart for Pride Month. <laughs> You were telling me about that, but I still what what happened? What? It's just it's, it's just ice cream with a rainbow slapped on it, and like a special flavor or whatever. Not their worst idea this year or this month, but we'll get back to that later. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of years ago, Chipotle tweeted out a tweet that said "Homo estas" instead of "Como estas," <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I can attribute that to probably some gay intern. I was like, oh, he's gonna be so funny. Yeah. And the thing is. It's with pride, it's very tricky and because it encompasses a lot of people mm-hmm. who are not necessarily homosexual. So yes. it's just a very tricky to kind of honor a lot of different identities in one swoop. But I'm not going to fault you fully for trying, but mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to take notes on who did not do well. Now, right. Burger King recently also did something similar. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you're talking about the buns absolutely it's always about the buns always. <laughs> yeah well listen i can't believe it they put two top buns on a on a burger and then mm-hmm. two bottom buns on another burger yeah wow <laughs> and like what who is that benefiting nobody in no particular situation that's not beneficial <laughs> right what what other what is that other than like a quick Haha, we yeah. understand gay terminology or terminology that's within the community. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, but you didn't have to separate the buns into tops and bottoms like that. Right, exactly. <clears throat> the only person that needs to be separating tops and bottoms is RuPaul. Yeah, uh-uh. <laughs> these are my tops of the week, and these are the bottoms. Another, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another person that I think had a misstep is, well, heart may be in the right place. Ray J, nobody asked for you to say you want to create an inclusive gay pride called Ray Pride. <laughs> I didn't hear about that. Really? I'm like, yeah, that's that's someone trying to be an ally, but also like making it more about themselves than it is anybody else. That's the problem. People make things about themselves, and it's like, no, you don't got to do that. Just, I don't know. Is it better to be quiet and sit there and eat your food, or is it better to try? Um, I would say it's better to sit there and be quiet and eat your food at a table where you sh- are a guest. The table you, you pulled up. Speaking. A, you pulled up a chair, even though the chair, the table is kind of it's a little full. I don't know. Right, it's like that meme of we wanted a seat at the table, you didn't give us 
a seat or table. We built our own table. And then you pulled up a seat to our table anyway. Mm-hmm. To be like, ooh, this would be better if I could include myself in this. As oh. if you had built it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Speaking of allies, this is not a misstep. But this, to me, is the right direction. Um, so I saw a tweet where a guy recently went to the gay club for the first time with his brother, who is a homosexual. And he said he had a fantastic night. He said he was treated like a bad bitch all night. Mm. And that his brother's friends paid for him and that other people were essentially hitting on him and offering him drinks and several helpings of bussy. Okay. That he had to turn down. Well. Um, but he said, I'll go back because I had a great time. Hmm. And people were coming at him like on Twitter and saying, if you're broke, just say that. Oh. Because like, why are you at a gay club getting free drinks if you're not broke? He was like, damn, I was celebrating my brother's birthday and having a great time. Yeah. God damn it. Right. So they, still, straight people still, like he didn't center himself. He said, oh, y'all missing out by not partying with y'all gay friends or gay whoever. Like They lit up in there. Because mm, we are. And then somebody was like, I don't know. How fun could it be if ain't no bitches in there? Um, fuck around and find out. Right. I, right. Can, do you not have fun with your friends out just shooting hoop or sitting mm. in the house smoking hookah at, or not in the house, but at the hookah lounge with mm. no bitches? Like, okay, he dealt with he, everything is not about sex. Right. And I need people to take the sex out of pride mm. and out of the community because it's not always what it's about. Let's talk about it. Because if it's a library, everybody's mm. working with a library, right? Yep. But if someone says, hey, I'm going to have a, a, a library that's focused on LGBTQIA issues and mm. content like that, and then that you can turn that and say, oh, it's sexual or whatever. Mm. Drag queens reading to children is not sexual. They're just making them more comfortable with drag queens. Now, a misstep we have to talk about in Texas right now is where they are banning kids from going to drag performances and drag brunches, right? Right. And my thing is, why are you overstepping boundaries and telling people how to parent their kids? Mm-hmm. And to me, that's what it boils down to. Yeah, basically. Now, if I, and if I were a politician and had power to make it to where you had to take your kids to a drag performance or whatever, would you not riot or revolt? Because that's overstepping and interfering with your parental rights. Right. So it should be on the parents to what they allow their kids to do. Also, what nine-year-old is going to be at a drag brunch without a guardian? Let's start Ex- there. Well, exactly. Because that's the fear, right? They're just worried well, we that don't they're know not, what, not... We don't well, know what the fear is. The fear well, is that kids are going to be exposed to the community. Right, exactly. Or they say it's like not safe for something like that right. or whatever they want. Yeah, they don't want their kids exposed, but it's like your... It's like you said, it's the parent's choice to bring a child to your, like you said, you're imposing on a parent doing what the parent should be doing, which is parent their child. So don't overstep your bounds. Now, before we talk about this a little bit more, can we talk about the analogy that you just created that I really, really liked? The fact or thinking of pride in general is kind of like a library. Mm-hmm. I never thought about that. Like you can go out and check your little, you can, you can go out, go into your little, um, section that deals with you know just sexualizing of pride go check out a book in there go up to history the history section go check out a book in history of pride there but pride itself the umbrella is a library of and a well of information that you can 
look at and appreciate. That's interesting. I like that analogy. Mm. Look at you. Let me tell you right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just came out my mouth. I mm-hmm. didn't think about it too, too deep. But yeah, I, I like where you took where I was going. And mm. conversation like this should be had more often and people could see it more like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I try like with the whole keeping kids out of drag brunch and drag it like that. If people just mm-hmm. stop and thought, like you want to center yourself so much, center yourself on what if we say kids should not go to football games because it's violent because they are roughing each other up. Mm-hmm. You would be mad because there's nothing happening about that, but it's still violent. Mm-hmm. You still can buy your kids violent video games, even though violence mm-hmm. is always happening around some of the news. So like, why are you overstepping someone else's rights as a parent? Because mm-hmm. you wouldn't do that as a parent. Right. How about you just don't do that? Right. Let me parent my child. You parent yours, and we'll we'll see how we turn out. Just let people let people live their lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you live yours according to how you want to. Exactly. As long as it's not harming anybody. That part. Hmm. Now, while you may think that what I'm doing is harmful by taking my child to drag brunch, guess what? Mm-hmm. That's me, my child, and God. Mm-hmm. Or you know, Insane. maybe it's not. Maybe it's not you, your child, and God, because you may not believe in God. But point being, it ain't none of your business. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we have, to have more history about pride mm-hmm. to educate other people because there's just so much that people don't know. That's always at the all. Problem. That's always the problem, though, like the lack of education. And that's the problem with everything. Like if you don't know enough about history or just the situation or like what people, I don't know, just educating people on things that are actually happening or just what people actually experience, you're never going to get forward forward movement, especially with things like pride, even within the community. Mm -hmm. Anybody else misstepped? Ooh, Nope, not that I really know of. Not, not that I can't remember. Boozy's um, been quiet, I guess. Yeah, you know, he he busy in the, in the dark room. I get sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the only way he gonna get some. Just let me stop. The, well, <laughs> okay, all right then. I mean, to be a homosexual, you kind of have to be considered by the rest of the group. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm just kidding. Well, no, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to talk um, about Juneteenth? I do. Uh, I want to do a quick little blur about Juneteenth because, again, as a black person mm-hmm. in June during Pride Month, there's a lot of things for me to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but especially for me being in Texas in the South, uh, where, to my knowledge, um, Juneteenth. Um, I think Galveston is one of the last places where slaves found out that they were free. It yes. took them two years from the actual proclamation to find out that they were free. That's crazy. Right. Honestly. You know, they, the news was slow that day. I know. But for two years. Because they didn't want to accept it in the South. So they well, prolonged it as long as they possibly could. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I, I already should explain what you think was. It's just that black people in the South finally heard the news that they had been free. For two mm-hmm. years. And so while it's a celebration of that day, it's also a chance to remember that the South purposefully did not share that news and it took two years to spread. Essentially the entire pandemic. So how mm-hmm. long so how long we've been within the umbrella of COVID. That's how long it took them to tell them, hey, by the way, y'all good, y'all free, but we still cool, right? Right. Hmm. 
a lot of people don't know the history of Juneteenth, and now it's become a national holiday. I feel it's going to continue the way that Pride and Black History Month have gone, where people just start celebrating and don't know what the fuck they're celebrating. Mm-hmm. Except people who've been celebrating it for years before that. Now, uh, a moment ago when I was on Facebook, somebody pointed out that they feel weird being a Black person, a person who is biracial or whatever. Um, now, with this holiday being recognized nationally, especially for me, you're working in a job where you're essentially like one of two Black people and your white counterparts are getting the day off. Mm-hmm. It makes it like weird, like, oh, y'all celebrating Juneteenth, but are y'all actually celebrating Juneteenth, though? Right. No, it's just the day off. Right. It's just a day off to you. But mm-hmm. you're not getting the history of why this became a national holiday. Mm-hmm. So with that, the history is being lost. And there is some missteps already with our first year fully acknowledging that Juneteenth, well, second year acknowledging that Juneteenth is a national holiday. First things first, I got, I mean, it's on a Sunday this year, but I got the day off deal for the holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, people, again, like I said, not knowing how to monetize and <laughs> make Juneteenth pop off for non-Black people. Mm-hmm. So we know Mexican independence, quote unquote, Cinco de Mayo. It's mm-hmm. not really celebrating Mexican independence, but that's not going to stop people from putting on sombreros and going out for margaritas, right? It never does. Hmm. So, Juneteenth, Walmart decided to make an ice cream that was flavored. It was a red velvet cheesecake flavor, right? <laughs> um, I can't say it sounds gross, but I wasn't going to... It's not my cup of tea. But who's... And much like the Pride ice cream, it has a black... I'm gonna say this. It's more like a, a Kenti cloth type of color pattern, color pattern on the ice cream, and it's like uh-huh. black and all that, like a little, a little fist or whatever. And it's like who is this for? Because it's not for the black people who no. have been celebrating Juneteenth for years prior to this becoming a national holiday. Mm-hmm. It's for people to feel like they're doing something, maybe. All right. Like, oh, I bought the Juneteenth ice cream. All right. Mm-hmm. But that money doesn't actually go to black people or people. <laughs> or the same with the Pride ice cream doesn't actually go to people affected by being displaced and just anything that would act. It goes to the pockets of the CEOs and the companies. Mm-hmm. Now, with that ice cream coming out for Juneteenth, uh, we learned that a certain company tried to and successfully trademarked Juneteenth, <laughs> which I think that is being rolled back because it's very reminiscent of when Disney tried to trademark. Um, Dia de los Muertes. Yes. Right before Coco came out, and it's like you can't trademark you can't. Don't a do part that. of somebody's culture, a part of a celebration that has nothing to do with the company that's trying to trademark it. Mm-hmm. Right. Again, that's how you lose the history of something. Mm-hmm. No, literally. It, yeah. It becomes about oh, we get ice cream. Yeah. Ooh, we get this, and you never learn fully, and then you have people. Oh my God, people died at Stonewall. Martin Luther <laughs> King freed the slaves. That's not what happened, boo boo. Juneteenth is about ice cream. Like, no, that's not. <laughs> and it's, it's, that's how it always happens. And it is low key about ice cream in a sense yeah. to me because one of the celebrations I remember growing up, we would get ice cream on that day. And people were like, oh, we were celebrating Juneteenth and they passed out ice cream. I didn't fully understand why people were giving out ice cream, but now I know. Uh, it's in tandem with like Black History Month and just knowing the history that black people have had in America. 
So if Walmart really wanted to be smart, they would have just kept the ice cream as a vanilla flavor mm-hmm. and just slapped Juneteenth on the label and gave us a brief history lesson that acknowledged that at a certain point in this country, black people were not allowed to have vanilla ice cream. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. We were talking about this the other day. Like, they should put, yeah, like you said, put the, I don't know, Juneteenth label on it. And much like, I guess I did look it up. It was In-N-Out Burger that did this. They put, like, but biblical text on the sides of their cups and wrappings of papers of their burgers and stuff like that. I don't know if they still do it. But companies, if they really wanted to do something, they could put, like, a little blurb about, like you said, the history of Juneteenth, the history of Pride Month, the history of something on the sides of the products that they're trying to sell so that people at least have something to learn and actually educate. But people, of course, won't do that. If they really wanted to make a difference, they could do something like that. And you know what? You get a little education out there and you still make your bag. So I don't know. Right. In and out putting Mm -hmm. biblical text on their cups and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They at least, they did. But even if they didn't, enough people know about religiousness or whatever, whatever we want to use, mm-hmm. to where they, they they don't have to. That's just them overtly acknowledging that they are Christian. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, if they, if, like, a similar concept, like, if mm-hmm. you take that concept, but do it with, like, if you're really going to monetize a holiday, right. at least make it meaningful in some aspect. Like, you, people are too money happy. And that's why we get, I don't know, plates that have a black fist on it. Or the napkins that say it's the freedom for me. I can't believe that. I can't. I can't believe that. There really are napkins. Is it at Walmart too? I believe everything because Walmart. Well, okay, okay. Let's not throw Walmart on the bus. There was a, a company that is affiliated with Walmart mm. that trademarked Juneteenth, and they made products that they sold at Walmart that have since been recalled. Now, all that money into making products and then recalling them could have gone to my bank account. Mm-hmm. You can have demoed me. You could have spoken to a black person, and not just a black person that you employed. Uh, mm-hmm. Just focus groups that tell you, no, that's not a good idea. Mm-hmm. College campuses or something. Like, yeah, I don't think people are actually trying because the idea was to rush a product out and make money. It feels like instead of actually understanding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's interesting too because like there's such so much. Uh, I don't want to say it's sort of unfortunate that. Juneteenth is within Pride because it doesn't necessarily get overshadowed, but there it is. It doesn't. It doesn't. But there is kind of like a, oh yeah, right, Juneteenth. Not from me, but like from separate communities. Let's right. say. So yeah. I, I I think that Juneteenth is still going to be celebrated within the community the way it needs to be. Exactly. And it's it doesn't need to be a holiday celebrated by everyone. The masses, yeah. Right. Because not everybody is black. But hmm. a lot of people are gay and bi and pan and in the LGBTQI community. So we do see a lot of posts and a lot of sponsorships and a lot of things being geared towards that community that hmm. are awful. So <laughs> um, especially when brands are partnering up with quote unquote influencers. Mm-hmm. Now, um, have you seen those posts um, where people are like clearly making fun of people who are influencers trying to push a product while acknowledging an upcoming holiday or for this particular thing, Pride Month? Yes, I've seen a few. So 
you know, they'll be like, oh, you know. I saw and, one earlier, but go ahead. Yeah, so I was like, you know, it says like, you know, I too have a gay brother. And for him, it was a struggle growing up in America. Now, you may not know this, but my brother's name is Harold. Mm-hmm. So in honor of this Pride Month, I have partnered with Crayola. <laughs> and you can use my discount code at checkout. That code is the color purple. <laughs> and you can save yourself 20% off school supplies for the upcoming fall semester. <laughs> and it'd be, it'd be shit like that. Yeah, yeah, I love those posts. They are so funny. That's that's a good one. I like that one. Right? You see what I did? I tied in Harold and the purple crayon. Look at that. Yeah, yeah, that was was clever. Wow. Okay. All right. Can you make up one? I can't. Let's see. Um, because I thought about. I I actually saw one earlier. I'm gonna say this one, and then I'm actually gonna say one. (laughs) So, so I think this is it's this lady who is just like as a. As a gay black woman, I struggled. Um, oh, uh, growing up in a and essentially a cult, I struggled with coming out, which is why this month I partnered with IKEA to make my dream closet. And I like I saw that and I fell out. Um, <laughs> but but I did. I came up with this one, and let me know if you like it. <clears throat> As a gay black and demisexual male, growing up in a mostly Caribbean household. I've always struggled with being authentically true to myself and letting my emotions show. That's why this Pride Month, I'm partnering with Natasha Bedingfield and Epic Records to release my inhibitions. (laughs) 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 So first and foremost, let me say something real quick. So so my brother's real name is Harold. So I, I, mine was... Low-key, not personal, but that's my brother's name. Um, but mm-hmm. you got a little personal with it, for real. And that's how to be sneaking in yeah. and getting you deep with it. Yeah. And you're going to be realizing this some fakeness until you're like, Rich, you just trying to sell me 20% off on some sheen pants? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let me, let, me, let, me, let me make mine a little more personal real quick. Let me see. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Growing up, I was often a very quiet and shy child. Some would even call me mousy. Now... I have since come out of my shell and found found myself. So in honor of the mouse within all of us, I have partnered with Disney so that you too can honor the mouse in you. Use my promo code Ratatouille at checkout. Bon appetit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Not okay. For, first of all. First of all, that's if that let let's make that into existence because that's a check. Ah! You're gonna partner with Disney? I'm not. Listen. You know what? Tweet them at Disney. At no, they in Florida. Tell them don't say gay. So oh, you have shit. to use the code for Disney and California, mm-hmm. not in Florida. Not in Florida. Sorry, we don't do that. <laughs> in Anaheim. Also, also, not Disney Paris either, because apparently they stopped proposals. Did you see that? I, well, that was that one man. You know. I know. But, uh, well, actually, you know, and, and it wasn't even Disney Paris. Is that one guy. He said, nope. Not on my watch. Not on my watch. And then Disney Paris was just like, no, We don't no, condone no. this page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Moral of the story is don't break your neck or your back mm-hmm. over a job that clearly will throw you under the bus. Mm-hmm. Before we wrap this up, let's do a fake 
Pride lineup. Now, I want you to give me three artists, and I'll give you three artists, um, and they are playing at the same time or close enough together to where I can see maybe two of them and vice versa for you. And I have to pick which I would go to. Oh, okay. So three people that are... That, okay, so they're all performing different sections of this one event. And you so like, like, a, like, a, like a festival. So somebody can yeah. be going on at 7, 7.20, and then I have to figure... And one can be going on at 8, right? Okay. So okay. Let, let's let... I'll go first. Go I brought this up, and I did yes. not execute it well. So let me... No, let no, me that's reel okay. it, let, me, let me reel it in. Go so, ahead. So we have Erica Badu going on at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. We have... Hillary Duff going on at 7.30 p.m. And at 8 o'clock, we have... So first of all, I already fucking lied because ain't no way everybody going on before no Hillary Duff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Hillary Duff is at 7.30. Everybody was at 7. And Janelle Monet is going on at 8.15. Who do you see? And do you think you'd have time to see two people or make all the shows? So I'm only going to see two people. And I, you know, you know exactly who those two people are, but I, I will be in attendance at Erica Badu's 7 p.m. showing, mainly because you know there's a chance that I might be able to. I, I don't know, you know, I might just go to Erica's event and then maybe just stick around to see if I can meet her in person and just talk to her for a little bit. Ooh. And then if and then if I have time, I'm gonna see if I can catch Janelle Monet. I just hope she does bub up by uh so that I can run up and be like bub up by uh. <laughs> And maybe a little bit of dirty computer. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's Eric okay. Badu. I'm staying a little bit. Hillary Duff. I I will rely on um, Andre to take some videos, and then he'll probably send them to me. But mm-hmm. I won't be. I will not be attending. Well, the 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 beauty of being in different cities is there's different Pride festivals and Pride concerts. So where I'm at, who mm-hmm. like what lineup or how would you? What what artists would you give me to choose from? Let's see, let's see, because this is <clears throat> okay. So, so I'm trying to figure out who should go last. So 7 p.m. 7 clearly, p.m. I fucked it up by saying Erica Badu first because I was like, that's yeah. a headliner in my book. But you well, know, <laughs> well, yeah, that's the problem. Uh, so Erica Badu, no, no, no. <laughs> um, shoot, who's first? You know what? First, I'm gonna put um, <laughs> Keisha Cole. Um, <laughs> so- <laughs> Second Ooh. will be second will be um, Dawn from of course Stanley D. Kane. What and times though? What times? So, so so it's gonna be we're gonna spread them apart a little bit more. So it'll be six o'clock. No 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 six thirty is gonna be um, Keisha Cole. Cole. Let's just say seven fifteen or so will be Dawn, uh-huh. and then eight o'clock is Doja Cat. So let me go ahead and tell you what you just did for me. Hmm. Because I've been to, like, festivals and stuff. Are you running? Oh, baby, I'm running. <laughs> it's the way I'm hitting up Keisha Cole. Yep. And then dipping out. Yep. Now, listen, I don't, you know, this may sound blasphemous or something. Um, I have never really listened to much of Don's solo music. That is okay. But I will be seeing her, mm-hmm. if possible. Mm-hmm. But get... Mm. Everybody mm. move. Everybody move. Mm. I'm not, you know what? It, depending on how to show, no, I'm lying to myself. Baby, it is Keisha Cole, and I am r- sprinting. Staying for 15, 20 minutes, and mm. I'm going queue up 
and mm-hmm. stand still mm-hmm. for Doja Cat to come on. Yeah, yeah. You'll you'll run past Dawn during her last. She'll probably do blow last. You'll run past. You'll take you'll take your camera, take it out, be like, oh cool, Dawn, for like two seconds, and then you're running because you're gonna be front. Would you you probably you'd probably end up front and center because you have to fight your way through a lot of teenage girls. And and my that's why I gotta get there early. Yeah, I've experienced that before. I've I've, I've waited around for Doja Cat before, and I'm like, maybe I wouldn't do it again. But with the lineup, yeah, if that's who was there, I gotta go see Doja mm-hmm. Cat. Mm-hmm. You know? Sorry, sorry, Don. She no, no, do- no. She. No, 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 I take it back. I did like her last. Um, um, what's it called? Second line. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah. I did. I did hear more of that project than anything else I've ever heard from her solo, and I did like that. Okay. I think because I like a lot of the New Orleans influence, which I know she probably has in other music, but that one was very visually yes. and sonically. I can I got the the feel of it. Yes, and it still felt New Orleans without being necessarily bounce or Big Frida style. So yes. I liked it. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that being said, we are wrapping this up because I just saw yeah. a post that says they have a whole military appreciation month. So suck on that. Wait, is there really? I mean, there is, but that you can't have the argument of, oh, one day mm-hmm. versus one month when there's a military appreciation oh, month. Oh, there's a breast, there's a breast cancer awareness month. There's a mental health awareness month. They're just mm-hmm. people, things you need to be fucking aware of. Yeah. And maybe it's... we're all aware that people die and mm-hmm. are veterans. Right. Exactly. No, we are. We it is known. If you want well, it to be, if if you want it to be beefed up as pride is, then go ahead and do it. Beef, our 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 month just happens to be a little bit more um shall we say prideful a little bit more celebrated perhaps you should learn exactly what months you are celebrated in so that you can do the same mm-hmm. or don't i don't i mean whatever <laughs> Let's we end this with some very meaningful quotes from a place that i love to impact pride month um for anyone out there who wants to express themselves or find a place, be a part of that world, if you will. Um, do so. Be safe. For anyone that is um, a part of that world already um, and have lost their way, in the words of Mufasa, remember who you are. Uh, for anyone who is looking in the mirror and will tell themselves that they're a bad bitch, in the words of Moana, you know who you are. For anyone who still cares about anything, in the words of Elsa, let it go. That was it. I just was making shit up as I was going. I can keep going if you want me to. I'd be here all night. <laughs> Disney, if you're out there, you know. Um... Cut a bitch a check, okay? Right. <laughs> Join me next month when I'll be celebrating Raph. <laughs> and I will be a wretched bitch. And I will employ a young woman to find the heart of Defeaty and restore it to its natural place. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I got I, I I can't. I can't. <laughs> all right, that's going to do it for this week's episode. From all of us here at The Spread Podcast, we'd like to wish everybody a happy Pride. Have fun, be safe, and above all, be prideful and joyful in who you are. 
please be sure to follow us on all available social medias. You can find us on Instagram at The Spread Podcast. That is T-H-E-E Spread Podcast. We're also on Twitter at The Spread Pod. That is T-H-E-E Spread Pod. And of course, we're available on anchor.fm at The Spread Podcast. As always, please feel free to DM us questions, comments, or topic ideas, things you might want us to talk about on the podcast. We'd love to hear from you. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.